Hello and welcome back to another episode of MCU Need to Know, a podcast dedicated to the Marvel Cinematic Universe and everything you need to know. I'm Trey. I'm Jude. How you doing, Trey? I am ecstatic because I have finished my first edit in the new editing software, and it was a really good feeling to finally kick that rust off. <laughs> nice, nice. I made it a so, point. So, what do you think? What do you think on the switch? I so for context here, I used to use uh, Adobe Audition. I think I said Premiere in one of the episodes we already recorded. Uh, I used because to, you did use Premiere at one time. So <laughs> that's true. Uh, I used to use Audition uh, to save money. I have switched over to Reaper, which is a one-time fee versus the uh, subscription fee of Adobe products, and. It is a slower process now because I'm trying to simultaneously unlearn the muscle memory of audition and reteach new muscle memory for Reaper. But I can like I've texted you already, like I can tell once I shake off that rust and build these new habits, I think I'm going to be able to edit way faster than I used to on uh, audition and premiere. <laughs> yeah, well, well, you know what? I'm well, I, it's weird because I started our daredevil episodes with um audacity audacity and in learning kind of how to podcast and you know joining facebook groups and seeing what other people use there's somebody um that's how he makes his living using audacity and i don't and and it's come to see it's like what works best for your workflow but there's no way no offense to Audacity. <laughs> Audacity, if you're listening, loved your program. But like, I just comparatively, it didn't work for me. And and Reaper was where it was at. Yeah. Like I said, it was pure, like, what works best for you is what you know the best. So that would have been Audition. But just for, in terms of money, it was, it was time for me to make the switch. And I'm happy because I, mm-hmm. I really do like the idea of a one-time fee versus the uh the subscription fee so i am but what about you uh how are you doing (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) well right now do i want to say this i'm yeah okay i'm torn because as we record it's thursday and i was thinking about trying out for an adult softball no sorry an adult baseball league you need to and it's this and it's a saturday i've had a lot of people tell me that i need to i uh you know spoilers i've decided not to play oh no (laughs) (laughs) well and, and it has to do with a couple of things my kids playing sports their practices weekends every other you know that's a fair point every other weekend having a baseball tournament and then you know tumbling lessons the prep and recording for the podcast alone you know, eats up, I don't say eats up, but like if I, if you like lay out the Pac-Man, like days of the week, like it, it's starting to eat up the days of the week and the, the adult soft, keep saying softball, baseball league is Monday nights. And it, and it's one of those things. And I've thought about, and I've been thinking about this for a while. And I think finally this summer or next fall, I'll get to start another like master's program, you know, cross my fingers, but all of that time commitment, I feel like I'm going to end up paying for a spot on a team and then not being able to show up for the games. And that's kind of a waste of money. That makes sense. And if I try out and they pick me and then I'm never there, it's like, and I feel like I'd be letting the team down. So that's ultimately why I said I, I can't do it. Right. Uh, as much as I want to, but I'm still thinking about going to the tryout. That, okay. I'm not sure. I was just about to say, just to see, you need to go dunk on some fools and they'd be like, nah, I don't have time for this. <laughs> but that's the thing as either, either I'm going to just stink it up. And like, I can say face about, yeah, they didn't, you know, I just didn't play well anyways. Or I'm going to just like dominate and then walk away <laughs> like and just pull the the most like it's gonna be like that dennis quaid movie where you just end up in the mlb <laughs> yeah right <laughs> you know it's just like it's just like 
you show up and show everybody, show up everybody and then walk away and not do it. That, and so there's also, <laughs> yeah. Well, trust me, that's not going to happen. <laughs> for whatever weight that I can have to this decision making, 100% support going to the trials just for that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Oh, man. well, and it started as a joke for me taking my kid to a bunch of baseball tryouts and just to kind of like flip the tables and have them sit in the stands and, and like watching and then like critiquing afterwards. Oh, you know, how'd you feel like he did? And, you know, you kind of messed up here and, and, you know, and, and it's weird. It sounds like I'm a parent that's like there, but my kid actually likes to talk about fundamentals. fundamentals. Is, is is and and proper mechanics is actually very important to them, mm-hmm. and so you know, and and they'll know when they mess up, and and if they do something wrong, they'll think about, oh, I did this, I opened up too early, or, or whatever it happens to be, you know. So like we talk about those things, and but but the ability to then watch me and then tell me is like would be funny. <laughs> oh man, that's fantastic. Well, you know, speaking of tryouts. We're here. By the time you're listening to this, Ant-Man of the Wasp, Quantumania is already out. But we are yeah, seeing- Yeah, and I've already either gone or not gone to the tryout, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Essentially, we're getting to the point where the swing of things is about to get started in the MCU, which means a lot of the new characters that we were introduced to in Phase 4 are getting ready to try out for the Avengers. But if you downloaded this episode, you know we're going to be talking about will the MCU ever move past the Avengers? So in preparation for this, I think the best place that we can start with this question is to actually discuss the Avengers as they are now. Who's left? Who's active? Who will return? Jude, I got a small question for you before we start. What what do you think classifies an an Avenger in the current MCU right now? In the current MCU, mm-hmm. I you know what I I feel like in the current MCU we don't have an Avengers team. Mm-hmm. You know, because because it was a Infinity War. You know, you have that scene in the beginning, and he's like, "Oh, you you know, we haven't." S- talked in a spell and it's kaput right like you broke we, up like the Beatles <laughs> and Endgame was kind of like a blues brother getting the band back together <laughs> <laughs> you know but they defeated Thanos right and so it's like from what we've seen since outside of Thor hmm yeah like like outside of Thor they, they, we haven't really seen the Avengers. The, cl- you know, I, I mean, I, well, the only thing I was going to say is I, I, I'm not putting Bucky Barnes, the Avengers. Okay. Even though he, you know, in terms of the team and then Wanda's weird spot is Avenger. I, I want to say yes, but even in WandaVision, that was a you know, character dive into her after in game. So it wasn't, there was no Avengers team. Mm -hmm. So just to kind of weigh in on this, my, like the first two gut reactions I have, which spoiler alert, I'm still conflicted on actually what is the classes, uh, the status of an Avenger is it feels like, If they participated in Infinity War and the time heist of Endgame, that's the Avenger. And as far as post Endgame, okay, okay, post Endgame, it is the closest glimpse that we've got to the Avengers is Sam Wilson operating as a Falcon, eventually becoming the new Captain America, and then Shang Chi. We saw Bruce Banner. Uh, Captain Marvel and Wong introducing Shang-Chi and Katie to the quote unquote Avengers. They don't say it, but it's kind of implied based on the conversations that they were having in that in tag of Shang-Chi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's well, let me, let me say this. It, it's 
I don't feel like they're organized mm-hmm. in the way it say it was in Age of Ultron and Civil War. I agree with that. It's it, okay. and it's funny to say this, and I know this is going to ruffle some feathers because I think it might be the weakest of the Avengers movies across the general reception. You could almost say Avengers Age of Ultron was the Avengers at their peak. Like that was when they were mm-hmm. the most organized, most funded, most like teched out. And it all oh, yeah. goes to hell after that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so funny to think about. Yeah. Cause I mean, civil war was their, their downfall mm-hmm. after their, you know, their, their peak. And it's funny to think about depending on how Kang's dynasty goes, we could have more Avengers movies where they are disorganized than when they were organized in the first one and age of Ultron. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh man. Well, and that's the thing. The first one was about getting the team together. Yeah. Are the Avengers like effective? (laughs) Have they spent more time apart than together? (laughs) I think so. I mean, look, they do their best work after the fact. True. <laughs> Look, you can't assemble if you're not some assembly required. <laughs> right. Well, and, and, you know, I mean, I think Thor had it best. Like the, you know, be part of the revengers. And, you know, <laughs> I'm getting revenge. Are you getting revenge? Like, Oh man. Well, I'm so glad to hear you kind of in the same space as I am, because I, I, I organized a bit of a list and I thought it'd be fun to get like a gut reaction, your response, is this or is this not an Avenger? So mm-hmm. here we go. Ant-Man. Oh, Avenger. Wasp. <laughs> Ooh. They weren't part of the heist. Okay, okay. And that and that okay, so that's the thing. I'm as people listening, we're talking MCU. Right. Because Wasp was an original Avenger in the comic. Mm-hmm. Not an Avenger. Not a, okay. All right. Doctor Strange. You know what? Hold on. Hold on. Before you go, I want to answer along with you so people know where I stand too as well. Ant-Man, yes. Wasp, no. Based off the criteria of Infinity War heist part of Endgame. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Doctor Strange. Yes. Yes. I say no. I think he okay, a- why? aids the Avengers, but I don't think he mm-hmm. considers himself part of the Avengers. Based off the conversation in... Uh, the first Doctor Strange movie where it's like the Avengers defend the earth. Uh, I don't know. I, yeah. 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 I think he's somebody that comes to their aid, but I don't think strange would call himself an Avenger, but I'm happy to be proven wrong. Cause I feel like he may have called himself an Avenger in some of these movies. I don't have a strong argument mm-hmm. against that. Cause even in infinity war while he's with the team, he wouldn't hesitate to sacrifice any of them for the time stone. <laughs> well, well, not just not just that, but he he didn't go to that fight because he was doing it as part of the team. So yeah, so so I don't have a strong argument as to why to say I say yes, but that but that was just like you said the gut, gut reaction. Intuition. All right, now I'm going to ruffle some feathers here. Wong, no, yes. Based off the Shang-Chi in tag, it feels like he's working with them more than Doctor Strange. But that's, I could be proven wrong as we get further into the phase five. Wait, did you say you could be proven wrong? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That was terrible. Okay. (laughs) Oh, we'll see. I get that. I get mm-hmm. that. But and and I know that's ruffling feathers because Doctor Strange worked with them. Wong worked with them. Doctor Strange seemed to work with them under duress. This is quote. Wong a, seems like Wong seems more like a team yeah, player. Cooperatively. Hmm. Okay, I see that. I I and I guess in my head, I just kind of think of him still as a secondary character. Mm-hmm. Whereas Ant-Man in the first one was secondary and over the time kind of got thrusted into a primary role. And I feel like he's going to continue to do that. I can see that kind of graduate to it. Well, cause I mean, even Sam, yeah. 
which not to tip my hat here is the next one. Sam got his start as uh, Winter Soldier, briefly mm-hmm. appeared in Age of Ultron, solidified his status by Infinity War. Yeah, because of Civil War and yeah. So I feel like Wong's in that Sam status right now with the Avengers. Where Sam was, okay. I should say. Yeah. Well, and the reason why I would say is not, and Sam's a step further is because he is Captain America. Right. Well, well, that's why I said at where he was, Age of Ultron, oh, okay. Infinity okay. War kind of thing. Yeah. So I, that's the next one, Captain America slash Sam. Yeah. Like, dude, we're going to have the Avengers with no cap. No kidding, right? Uh, I already got your uh, answer. On no, the- he is. He's, he's Captain America. Can't have he's the in. Avengers without him. Yeah. Bucky, you already tipped your hat on this one. I'll go since you already said I'll say no, just because Bucky seems like someone who is perpetually trying to get out of the fight and keeps getting dragged back in. <laughs> also. And it's weird because it, the, I think this also solidifies it is because they announced the Thunderbolt team. Yeah. That's true. That's a good point. I forgot about that. Although I still hold true to my theory. I don't know if that ever made the podcast, but it was something that uh, we group texted with TK that I feel like that movie is going to center the emotional core on Yelena and Bucky, where Bucky feels like he understands them and can help them rehabilitate as true heroes. But the true (laughs) nature of the Thunderbolt ends up winning out and pushing Bucky away. Okay. And like bringing Yelena away from the Thunderbolts will be the kind of arc of that movie. Right. So I can see that. All right. Uh, throwing another one. Okoye. This one's hard. Dude, my gut reaction was to say no. Okay. Mm-hmm. That is tough. And again, my gut reaction is to say no. However, the with the events of Wakanda forever, I don't rem- know slash remember her status. So, <laughs> in relation to the Dora Milaje, she's no longer part of the Dora Milaje. See, in that sense, that's where it's like, like it's almost like the Wong kind of like could be working towards it. But there's still an intern. even with that, like like. It, but even with that, like her heart is with Wakanda, mm-hmm. and so my gut reaction is to say no. It's hard with her. My gut reaction was no as well. But then I remember the end of Wakanda forever. And then I remembered beginning of Endgame after the snap where the nation of Wakanda was in chaos. Okoye was working with Nat, Captain Marvel, Rocket, War Machine is in those Avengers meeting that Natasha was running. So she was splitting duties if she is no longer a Dora Milaje, I could see her becoming full-time Avenger. Yeah. And she's got the new I can Iron see Man that suit. happening. I just, I, I can see that happening. I just don't think it is. Yeah, I just don't think that's going to happen. Here's another fun one. Spider-Man. This is another hard one because of the events of the movies. <laughs> yeah, it's difficult because of No Way Home. Mm-hmm. It's difficult because the Sony Marvel relationship. That's yeah. Meta. Otherwise narratively. Yeah. So otherwise I'd want to say yes. An Avenger. Let's, let's operate in a world where Sony and Marvel studios are just going to forever work together. At least for this episode. No, not an Avenger. No, he's, he's, he'll like show up, you know, but cause even again, even with him working together and you have those solo movies, well, they all have solo movies. So that's not a good excuse. I feel like you actually just changed my answer. I, if you would have asked me before you spoke, I would have said, yes, he is an Avenger. The world forgot Peter Parker not spider. Mm-hmm. So they would still remember working with Spider-Man and consider him a colleague. They just wouldn't know who he is. However, right. the whole point of No Way Home is isolating 
Spider-Man and Peter Parker again. So after yeah. thinking about it, I feel like he's more of a Doctor Strange than a Wong, which is really funny becoming my litmus test. The, right. the only thing is he's more cooperative, but I think he's going to stick to New York for the time being. And if they really need him, then he'll come. Yeah. So I might, yeah. I would say no, surprisingly. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Now keep in mind, uh-huh. because we're, because I'm saying that, and, and again, knowing that two Avengers movies have been announced, I'm not saying Spider-Man doesn't show up in those movies. Right. I'm just thinking like, What's the team? Who's the team? Yeah. Who's, who's considered as part of like, yeah. Yeah. For example, and there's a reason, like, I guess I can explain my thought process. The reason I say part of the time heist in Endgame is that feels like the Avenger movie. And then mm-hmm. the portal scene is the culmination of the saga. So I don't consider right. everybody who showed up. You, there's no way in hell that I'm going to consider Howard the Duck and Avenger. And I will take that to my grave. <laughs> so just because they showed up, that's that's yeah. I'm I am I am not gonna make a case and like argue against. That. <laughs> I'm not like I I don't understand why you don't like Howard the Duck. It's but I'm not gonna argue against it. Hundred percent irrational. I'll own it. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, next one. Hawkeye. I think you need to get more specific. Clint Barton. And again, kind of similar with the Spider-Man. Let's let's for the sake of the episode, not take into consideration his unfortunate accident and availability moving forward Mm -hmm. in universe. Hawkeye Avenger. Yes or no. Right now. No, no, no. He retired. Yeah, I think I think he wants to. I think, you know, just again, Jeremy Renner's horrific accident and. You know. Road to recovery aside, no, I think he's on because even in, even in that in in the show Hawkeye, there was a clear passing on of mantle. You know, I have things I got to wrap up. Um, so yeah, I would say no at this point. Okay, all right, I'm gonna throw you. I'm gonna throw you a softball and a fastball. Hulk. That is tough. I thought this was because a softball. Of- but because because of editing, people aren't going to realize how long I paused. <laughs> I don't have automatic silence removal anymore, so maybe they will. I, <laughs> I want to say it, it's weird. I'll explain my thought later because I, I, I can make a case for yes and no. Mm-hmm. You know? And so I'm going to say yes, but I want to say yes on his way out. Okay retiring not retired right okay well here's what i thought was going to be the fastball and i I wanted to join these two together and then i'll answer thor um part these two were the part of the og team thor i think has my gut says no he you know he's not part of the team however to really like close his arc and in individual movies, they have to do one more Thor movie mm-hmm. to really close his arc. And, you know, you know, cause they didn't do that in Thor love and thunder. Um, and that's not a bag against the movie. It was it good or not. I'm just saying like, if you think about like a character arc, there's one more to like finish off his story there's one more part that they need to do to really, you know, wrap it up. And so, but, but you can do that aside from the Avengers movie, like still in universe, but you know, so that I want to say, no, like, even though he's there, I don't think of him as a part of the Avengers team anymore. Anymore. Okay. So to answer, I would say yes to Hulk. Hulk feels like the OG who doesn't go to the battlefield anymore and is more of the role Stark was playing for a bit. Not necessarily funding the team, 
mm-hmm. but organizing the team. It almost feels like Hulk is splitting the difference between Cap and, and Iron Man. Okay. That's what I see him as now. I don't know if we'll see him too much in the battlefield, but he is that kind of leader mentorship. Conciliary or whatever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Thor, I promise you, there's no way I could say this given how much I hate this movie. I promise you, even if I didn't like, even if I didn't hate Love and Thunder, I would still have the same answer. It feels like he kind of rode off into the sunset in Endgame and was just kind of doing his own thing mm-hmm. with the Guardians. And that was where he would, he yeah. is emotionally and like physically. Again, same thing you're saying. I don't think that means he won't be back for Avengers uh, Kang's dynasty, but I don't think he considers himself an Avenger at this point. Right. Which I would, it would be funny to to go back and watch love and thunder again, where he does refer to himself as an Avenger and I'm forgetting, but at least for this, the test of this gut reaction, I'd say no. Right. All right. Uh, I have two more. Okay. Nick Fury. No, not an Avenger. Was he ever? It's well, because he was all, you know, he was part of shield and shield fell apart, you know? And so I, I think he was kind of Avenger adjacent. He wasn't. And I don't even think he thought of himself as a part of the team, right? He's like, I'm getting the team together. And then in age of Ultron and the role he plays, didn't see him in either of the other Avengers movies. True. Saw him in Spider-Man. Far from home. Far from home. And in Captain Marvel, but that was a prequel. Referred so, to in WandaVision. Right. So, so in that sense, that's why I say no. And off of that in credit, in Far From Home and throw in WandaVision. It's hard to tell what they're doing with Sword and what his relationship is to Sword. Yeah. And so that's that's why I say no. So not only is it hard to tell what's his relationship to Sword, but it also might be hard to tell what's his relationship to the Avengers because we don't know who was Talos Nick Fury and who was Nick Fury Nick Fury. <laughs> yeah, like when did that happen? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would say I never thought about it, but you you put a good point of like he really hasn't been with the Avengers that much. He has equal amount of time movie wise with and without the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Because he I mean, it's hard. I guess it's hard criteria post heist before heist because he was snapped. But it wasn't like he had a major part in Infinity War aside from the intag. Right. So, OK, last one. This one will be interesting. War Machine. And when I say last one, last one of my list, if you have anyone you want to throw out there that I didn't say, feel free. Hmm. Man, War Machine, Avenger, no Avenger. It kind of feels like a replacement to Iron Man in terms of skill set. I'm going to say yes, Avenger. Yes, Avenger. Actually, from the standpoint of he did show up in Age of Ultron and actually fought. Uh, and I know it was brief, but he was there and he fought. He was there as part of the team towards the end of Age of Ultron where they're kind of introducing. And he was there in Civil War. And the moment in infinity war where he goes against general Ross and was like, that's a court martial. Like he chose the team over Ross and his duty to the government or air force or whatever it was at that time. So yeah, he seems to pretty consistently choose the Avengers over duty, whatever, whatever he might be at the time. Because I think I, I'm trying to remember Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's I, isn't he in military garb again? Or was he off duty? No, he was in military garb yeah. because he was at the, the Captain America dedication. Right. So even though he's still back in official capacity, I still think his 
kind of like what you were saying with Okoye, his heart lies with the Avengers, even if that's not where he's currently at right now. Right. Yeah. Well, that was that was a fun experiment. I this was something that we were thinking of last minute. I'm glad we did this. Uh, yeah. Is there anyone you want to throw out there that wasn't mentioned? Anyone I want to throw out there that wasn't mentioned? Um, hmm. No. And keep in mind, these, I mean, are, these are not. Because there's, Car- there's Carol Danvers, right? True. But like, but like, I wouldn't put her part of the Avengers. Well, see, this um, is where it gets hard because with my criteria for Wong, she was there. With my criteria for Okoye in Endgame with the meeting, she was there. But, but I don't, that whole off world thing, yeah. like I'm doing my own things, but just I'm powerful. So keep me in the loop. Right. It is in, and so she still feels individual. I guess it's Peter Parker adjacent kind of. Yeah. And you know, so, so yeah, so that I'd have to say no, no, I, cause the only other people that, that, that really just jump off the page to me in my mind are, are new characters that have been introduced, introduced after, which is, yeah, which is not, you know, part of this initial like Avenger or not yeah, we'll, looking through the old, old group. We'll, so yeah, so that's, we'll get to them for sure. This is kind of like us evaluating pre phase four. Right. Right. And so that's why I say Carol Danvers is the only one I can really say to bring up, but I, th- I think that's an easy no. Yeah. The only other ones that I would think of would be Guardians of the Galaxy characters. Rocket and Nebula became pretty interconnected with the Avengers in Endgame post snap. Mm-hmm. But I still they're still just the Guardians. I don't see them ever coming back to be an Avenger, quote unquote, for the team. Right. Yeah. Well, part of that ex- experiment was to demonstrate the nebulous status of the Avengers, at least in our mind, as we move or as we conclude phase four, moving into phase five. But that also makes me want to question, what is the Avengers status in universe? And I think it might be as equally nebulous based on two things. We saw in Falcon and Winter Soldier, Sam was well, that one's hard because I get what it also was doing just con- with the demonstrating the difference of like being a black man in America, reaching for a loan despite being an Avenger. Right. You know, that that has a different weight. So maybe I shouldn't pull for that one. The other one I would point to is She-Hulk, which I can't remember if it was an episode with you or somebody else where Nikki was able to trick the drip broker into thinking like, oh yeah, uh, Jen's part of the Avengers now. So it wasn't like there's a concrete idea of who is or isn't an Avengers in the universe that she was able to pull that off and get a meeting with the drip broker. Well, one of the interesting things about in universe is the idea of like, if you're powered enhanced, whatever word you want to use and you do good, right? You're, you're one of them, Mm -hmm. the Avenger. Like, does that make sense? You step out that door kind of thing. Yeah. You step out that door. You're an Avenger kind of thing, but it's almost the way they're using it. There is like, the society cultural catch-all whether you want to be that or not you know interestingly enough when, when i think about it it's this what you have now through the she-hulk example is a lot closer to civil war in the comic than what they did in civil war can, uh, how can you explain that um so, so you had the accident with Wanda, right? And then it's like, okay, we gotta, we gotta rein this in, right? And you gotta have me regulated. In the comic, what caused the need for that regulation was a group 
who had civilian casualties, so to speak, trying to save the day, be heroes like the Avengers, right? And, but there were like these, I even, I, if I remember right, they might've just been made up for the sake of that storyline. I don't remember hearing about them in earlier comics or not, but it's like in She-Hulk when you have all these, like, you know, the Frogman, Ribbit and Rip It, you know, or I can't remember his name now. Leap Shot comes to mind, but I know it's not that. Um, Who, are you talking about the... Frogger, dude. Frogman? Frogger, dude. Frogman, whatever it was. Anyways, but like how him, like, you know, and he's trying to do, be a hero, right? It is Frogman, by the way. It is. <laughs> and... But like he's trying to be a hero, you know, and so imagine a group like that of like wannabes trying, and they cause like civilian casualties, mm-hmm. and so then the government wants to come in and say, okay, they're not wearing hockey pads. Well, well, yeah, <laughs> and it's one of these things of like you can't operate as hero if you're not registered and trained. And then there's enough of you that we assign you to like areas of the country, you know? And, and that's just what I find interesting of like, that's kind of what they were playing with here of like, Oh, you have powers. You're trying to do good. You're an Avenger. But it's like, no, you're really not, yeah. you know, uh, a correction, by the way, I said, uh, frogman it's leapfrog was the name. Leapfrog. leapfrog. I said, leap, I said leap shot. Leap so shot. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, one of those fits. <laughs> oh man. Well, cool. Thank you for explaining that. That, that does make sense. Uh, as far as like the, someone trying to with the best of intentions, be an Avenger and kind of missing the mark. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm really glad that we got to examine the Avengers and the nebulous status that seems to, to be their rank here in the MCU. But the true origin, I think, of this pitch was conversations that we've had throughout phase four or or really a question I had of will the MCU ever find an event equal to or greater than the Avengers? So to kind of explain, we've seen them go at these phases and generally these phases have an Avengers movie to top it off. We saw it with Mm -hmm. the first one, Age of Ultron, Infinity War, Endgame, phase four being the exception. But I think phase four in a lot of ways is an exception. So I don't know if we have enough data yet, but I'm still wondering, will we ever get to the point where the the end goal is not an Avengers movie? Could it be the X-Men is the big event? Mm-hmm. Movie? Could it be the Marvels is a big event movie? Something of that stature is really where I'm finding myself at. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I know we had some pre-recording conversation that you you listed out some thoughts. I'd be I'd love to hear you add those here now. What, what okay? So the thoughts that that you're referring to was like as an audience. Let me see if I can even word it the same way. But as an audience, would we accept something other than the Avengers, mm-hmm. right? And and and. It's a franchise question, yeah. right? Like, is it the Marvel Cinematic Universe, or is it the the what's carrying it is the Avengers, mm-hmm. right? Like, can it still be the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and you have the big X Men event, or whatever that is event, but it's not Avengers, um. Part of me says yes, but part of me says no, because you're the, again, from a like franchise business perspective of branding the casual viewer. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what is this? It's not the Avengers and where's the Avengers, right? For the casual viewer. So that that's where I think it would be really difficult. I think to do so. Um, and, I, and again, even for me as not a casual viewer, it's hard to imagine that big event movie, not being a, an Avengers at this point. 
So I, I, there's two things that I want to respond to. You talk about the the marketing side of it, the branding side, what the casual viewer will accept. I think mm-hmm. a recent example might best illustrate my feelings for it. And I think what I'm hearing you say as well, a few years ago, we had the movie, the Ryan Johnson movie, Knives Out, super successful, ends up the rights being bought from Netflix. Sequel comes out. It's called Glass Onion, a Knives Out story. So the not like moving forward because inst- uh, Ryan John's already come out wishing that it could just be called glass onion, but because mm-hmm. they need to find a way to link it together, they add the subtext, a knives out story. And it feels like the bigger this franchise gets with the MCU, the Avengers is less the, the, the group in its original source and more. This is an Avengers movie branding. Does that make sense? It does. That's where I feel like it, it is. But my you hope- don't, I've not seen either one of those movies, but okay. You really should. I know Last Jedi, We. I don't want to go down that road. No, no, no. I'm just saying, but I, I, yeah. Knives Out, I think you'd really like. Glass Onion, I like. It's as fun as the first one. I don't think it's as impactful as the first one. Mm-hmm. No, I, I'm with you. Like, I, I think I should see both. I just have not. The other thing so. that I wanted to respond to, though, you talked about, like, what, what would you want to see? Would you ever see them do it? I was thinking about this before we started recording. It would be kind of cool. I don't see this happening in this saga, but it would be kind of cool that everyone's anticipating when's the next X-Men movie. I say we don't get the X-Men movie, but we get like kind of what we're used to now. Group up movies. We start seeing these X-Men introduced in the movies and the end big event is the first X-Men movie where we see all these characters that have been introduced finally teaming up for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's someone who's not a comic book reader and barely remembers the animated show. So maybe that like cuts at the heart of what's good about the X-Men not being together. No, no, no. I just, I, I don't think so. I think, I think what you said works. What I'm, what I'm wondering is, is it the case that, Again, we're getting into like real world studio stuff. Do they think we're stupid <laughs> as an audience? Well, they gave us love and fun. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> People love that movie. I don't want to dunk on them. That's just me being spiteful. That was funny. <laughs> that was really funny. Um, but but here's here's where I'm coming from on that. So, for example, like I really enjoyed the CW DC shows when it was at the height, right? Like arrow is going well and strong flashes in the early stages, well and strong, you know, and, and they, it didn't get oversaturated yet. Right. Um, where it was just like too much content to try to keep up with. And because it was like a different show every week, they had a fantastic, fantastic, portrayal of Deadshot. And they teased Harley Quinn. DC was worried about the audience getting confused when Suicide Squad came out and you see Margot Robbie, Robbie, Robbie. you know, um, doing Harley Quinn and Will Smith doing Deadshot, but you see it over here, it was like, and like why you couldn't have Batman and, and it was, you know, and also, I mean, Arrow and Batman were, it wouldn't have worked. It was, they were too overlapped, you know, in terms of story and skill set. But those two characters, they did Deadshot great. Far better than what Justice um, Suicide Squad did, you know, talking about the first one. And so it's like, no, you can have both of those. Both of those can exist as an, as an audience member. I can understand. You know, and then you say the Ryan Johnson thing, knives out, glass onion, just want to call it glass onion. M. Night Shyamalan did that in his trilogy. Like you had Unbreakable, and then you had what was the second one? Split. Split. But but no one knew, as far as I understand it, until the end and like Bruce Willis shows up. Yeah, no one knew because 
I watched Split having not watched Unbreakable. <laughs> so that was a right. revelation completely missed on me. Yeah, but, but, but in other words, it was like a reliance on the audience to say, I can tell this story. And if you've seen this, you're going to have a little bit more meaning and be able to put it together. And it's like, the MCU did that with Civil War on. It was like, we can't keep reintroducing, you know, we're, we, we have to reach a point where we assume you've seen everything. And at that point, I think it was a fair point to do it, you know? Um, and I think that's where phase four gets a little tricky of like, okay, you, you kind of do have to reintroduce and anyways. And so that's the thing, go back to there was like, did they trust us to be smart enough to move away from the Avengers? And can we be smart enough to move away from the Avengers and have the MCU still exist as a, as a title? Right. I feel like when you get into franchises as big as this momentum is a hell of a thing to change. So that alone, I don't think we will ever get to an event that isn't, well, you know, as I'm saying that, I described Spider-Man No Way Home as an event movie. And that's not the Avengers. But that's Spider-Man. True. I mean, the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man was an event movie because it was Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man because it was a different take. It was kind of an event movie. Like, it was a summer blockbuster on its own. You're dropping it in summer. Thor Love and Thunder drops in, what, November? No. That came out in July. I have no, I have no idea. <laughs> that was last year. It was in July. <laughs> but I mean, I, I'm I'm trying, but I'm just saying, I mean, you get the yeah. idea, right? Like Thor Ragnarok was the November one, you know? And but in other words, you associate the big event blockbusters with summer, winter. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so in, in Spider-Man as worldwidely known, that's why I say, no, that's kind of an event on its own. You know, I, I forgot to, to highlight this in the lead up to this question. Something I found interesting, which I'll be, I won't go into too many details because it is something we haven't seen yet, but there's been a lot of promotional material for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania and <laughs> Jeff Loveless or Loveless. What's his name? Jeff Loveness mm-hmm. uh, was saying that the pitch for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania was the Avengers movie without the Avengers. And so it feels like an event movie. Yeah. That that's another one that feels like it might be in an event movie, which is funny. This whole conversation is, is around that. And Ant-Man and the Wasp will have been out by this point, And we're putting this out after <laughs> this, right. This could be another one of those ones where it's like, Oh, we bulk recorded. Right. Well, well, and see, and, and here's where I'm okay with it because my gut feeling, you know, and we're recording before that comes out. Yep. It is January 26, Ant- 2023. Ant-Man, the character, is taking on kind of a stark role in that this will wrap up his franchise, but we'll see him again a few times closing out the multiverse saga. If he makes it out. But we're done. Okay. Kind of on the back end of his career in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, I think that gets at the heart of why we wanted to do this episode. But before we exit, we did want to take some time to give some spotlight to the rookies, similar to the way that we did in the beginning for the veterans. Jude, who do you think will make up the next Avengers roster? I feel like. I know a definite one. Okay. Here, here's where that's tough is because if I'm right about Ant-Man or like Hulk on his way out, you know, it's like, what is the big existential question? What is an Avengers roster? I'll do you one better. Um, Why is the Avengers roster? (laughs) 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 because of franchising um well because again it's like you have she hulk we're bringing in all these characters 
and we're expecting again the secret wars, this big event thing. You know, um, Deadpool, Hugh Jackman's going to be in Deadpool, um, Fantastic Four, right? And so it's like th- there's this transition of is it even an Avengers team or is it just a team up? So we call it an Avengers movie or we call it Avengers movie just to indicate the scale. You you know what I mean? Um, Oh, I think you just delineated perfectly the the previous question. Is it an Avengers movie in name or is it to, to indicate the scale? Yeah, that's a good delineation. So now, and, and here's the thing. And, and, Looking at the comics now, first Avengers team, Iron Man, Thor, Wasp, Ant-Man, however, it was Hank Pym, okay, Uh, and he was sometimes Giant Man, right, Uh, and Hulk. Captain America has been on the team, Hawkeye's been on the team, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Captain America wasn't an original member? Not an original member. Wow. This was like the second. This was the second group. Um, Hercules has been a member at one point. Black Panther, Vision, Black Knight was a member at one point. That's hard to believe. Dane Whitman, and this was in 1968. The Spy Avengers. This is one I find interesting. May 1973, August, June. Okay, Black Widow was Natasha. Swordsman. I can't picture him in a team up. Mantis, Beast, Moon Dragon, Hellcat, Wonder Man, Two Gun Kid, Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers, and Sam Wilson, Captain America. It's an interesting combination. It is. But then you have a list of this ty- Tigra Spectrum, but she's in the MCU. She-Hulk, Star Fox. That's Harry Styles. <laughs> no. Uh, King Namor and Dr. Druid, a.k.a. Druid, Dr. Droom, D-R-O-O-M. But, but I mean, I'm just saying, I'm looking at some characters that that have been on the team officially before, right? West Coast Avengers, Mockingbird, Young Avengers, um, the what? Young Avengers. No, the West Coast Avengers. Mm-hmm. And I was listing so, before you said. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, so like Mock- Mockingbird, War Machine, Thing. We're getting Fantastic Four. West Coast Avengers, Moon Knight, Mark Spector, and uh, a Firebird. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like. Here's another one. Mr. Fantastic, Invisible Woman was on a team. U.S. Agent. Nope. Was on a team. Quasar, Human Torch. So basically, this is kind of like the Fantastic Four with some Mm tag-ons. The U.N. Charter recruits. (laughs) Spider-Man, Sandman. What? Uh, Yeah. Rage. um, This X-51, Lightning, Madam Web. Which we know she's showing up in the Sony side. In the Sony side, yeah, but that's so convoluted now at this point. I think uh, just looking out, scrolling through Ant Man, Captain Britain at one point. Here is the one team of one, two, three, four that I found really interesting, and it's two thousand five. New Revengers recruits is what they're calling them. Okay. Luke Cage, Wolverine, Sentry, which is kind of a Superman Hercules type character, and Echo. Oh. Side note, it's really funny to me how many more names I'm recognizing specifically because of Marvel Snap. Because I've been playing the card game, I know more of these than I used to. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I mean, just like stature was one at one time. You know what I mean? Um, Spider Woman, Valkyrie was at one time. Nova, 
Iron Fist, you know, and and so like there, I, I don't want to go through all of them. Daredevil was at one time, uh, Quake and Storm or Avengers. Well, I guess within the scope of the rookies from Phase Four is kind of where we're getting at here. Yeah. Well, and and I guess let me let me backtrack. The reason why I'm going through all this is to say they've introduced enough characters and characters that have been on a team that it's not a far stretch to say we are having a new team, not just a delineation for an Epic. Yeah, that makes sense to me. So, so, so in that sense, I don't know. <laughs> like, well, well, like it's, it's tough because like, like there's some of those where it's like, yeah, like I could see them have a team and call them Avengers aside of being an Epic you know, Miss Marvel. And so that's why where it gets difficult is like, are we going to see? Maybe we're seeing an MCU original lineup. It's possible. I think that's where we're headed. Okay. So, so let me ask you, let me ask you it this way. Let's say we're going to get an Avengers movie where it's clearly like Avengers one. Mm Mm-hmm. Or Avengers Age of Ultron, right? It's Avengers because it's a team movie, but not because it's the epic. Of the new ones, who's on the team? Shang-Chi. Okay, Shang-Chi. What about you? I agree with you on that one. I can start naming some. Miss Marvel. I agree with you on Miss Marvel. Kate Bishop. I agree with you on Kate Bishop. A, because I love the character, and B, Teddy Steinfeld. Yeah, big name draw. Yeah. Throwing a curveball. Yelena. Uh, that I don't know. This isn't a quite a one for one, but the spirit of it's there. I can see Yelena being a Loki-esque type character. Mm-hmm. Starts villain, anti-villain, anti-hero, somewhere in between kind of thing. Yeah, it, it's... Because with Yelena and Kate Bishop, you kind of have the same... Black Widow, Clint Barton dynamic because the skill trait, you know, and so because of the skill trait, they, and so that, that's where it'd be like, like, I feel like if they did that with and had both of them, you're re retreading old ground. Like I would rather see them have their own series together than say both of them are on a team if we're putting together a team. Black Panther Shuri. That one's tough for me. I say yes. Uh, I feel like, I feel like yes too, but because I wasn't, because I didn't like that movie as much as others did. Like I'm not, I'm not in a rush to see, Black Panther anytime soon. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. You know, like, like, and, and I, I mean, I say, I mean, coming out of that movie, I'm like, give me more Namor. Y- you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'd much rather say Namor on the team. That'd be interesting. It'd be hard to see. He would be on a heck of a journey character yeah. to get to being an Avenger. Yeah. But like I, and so it's not like, it's just, I want to see more Namor. Yeah. Like I loved it. I'm, so, yeah. I'm ready for more of him as well. Captain America, Sam, that seems like a no brainer. Mm-hmm. Moon Knight. No. Yeah. I don't think, I don't so think he's a, I don't think he's an Avenger. If they mm-hmm. do midnight suns, I can see him joining. Yeah. But no, nah, he, I don't, he doesn't seem like a team player to me. She Hulk. I say no. I don't think I'm going to go with you on no. I don't think she wants to be a superhero outside of the legal context. Kind of that daredevil, like try it by the law. Law doesn't work. Do it by a superhero kind of thing. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm with you. I, I feel like that character. I, th- I think they found something really special with Tatiana Mislani and, the breaking of the fourth wall and what they did. 
And I'd rather see another season building on that than a trend. Like if she shows up in a movie, fine, but like the full transition, you're on the team. No, thanks. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it's something she wants. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got one more. Okay. Even it, it was, I wanted to throw it as a, wild. you were going to say Deadpool. You were going to say, Deadpool. no, I wanted to throw it as a wild card, but even going to say, I'm like, no, Agatha Harkness. No, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I say it knowing she's getting her own show. Mm-hmm. The last we saw Wanda outside of dying, but no one ever stays dead in the MCU villain, regardless of mm-hmm. how we got there. That's where they left her villain. I could see an inverse of Agatha Harkness being coaxed into fighting on a protagonistic side. But I, I still it would be it would be Doctor Strange esque of helping but not being the team. Mm-hmm. So. Well, unless you got any more. I just had a weird thought, but had a, a really fun thought, but it, it has nothing to do with the Avengers. So, okay. Okay. <laughs> we'll save it for the intake. <laughs> so, well, um, yeah, I just want to give no, you. No, I, I, I don't. I, you know, like, which is interesting to me because as much as it's like, oh man, when are these characters on Disney Plus going to go into the movies? It's like. Like a Sylvie like, Avenger? I know, this is a completely different Loki. Like so for me, what it what's interesting is like some of those characters, because of the TV show in the long form, it's like not only do I want more of those characters, I feel like I will get more of them continuing on Disney Plus than the transition to a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think that's going to do it for the episode that it was a yeah, fun exercise so. of yes, yeah. no on the beginning and on the end on the new rookies. Yeah. And stick around for the intact. Cause I, I do, I, my thought is MCU related. It's just not Avenger related. Well, while you're waiting for the intag, we'd actually love to hear from you. Do you think the MCU will ever move past the Avengers? Is it ever a, a title or just a marker of the event? Let us know. You can reach us at MC. You need to know both on Twitter and Instagram, but really the best place to get in contact with us is the discord. Lovely community of people there. We've got a lot of different threads for you to participate in specifically ones for the MCU as well as other pop culture happenings. So yeah, you can find those links in the show notes so you can join. Yeah. While you're at it, we know you enjoyed this episode, so go ahead and let people know you enjoyed this episode by giving us a five-star rating and review. That's a big help for us. And the best kind of marketing there is is word of mouth. Please share with your friends. Yeah. We'd also like to thank Nick Sandy for the use of our theme song, which is his rendition of the Avengers theme. You can find more of his work on SoundCloud, which is linked in the show notes as well. That's going to do it. Thank you so much for listening. And Jude, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you, Trey. We'll see you all next week. Boom, that's an episode. Boom, that's an episode. All right, what's your what's your thing? I want to see like as much as people of Miles Morales, Miles Morales, right? I want to see a transition away from Tom Holland. You know? Mm-hmm. And do the superior Spider-Man run where Otto Octavius is in his body. That would be a bold move. Because everyone is waiting for Miles Morales. And for the MCU to be like, no, we're going to take a detour before we get there. I would respect it and hate it all the same. Because I do want Miles, but I have heard about the superior Spider-Man. But you could, the thing is, is I don't know if you could do superior Spider-Man in a movie. You're talking the next 10 years of Spider-Man. Like that's a body switch. That's a, that might be better suited for animated. Yeah. And really taking their time with it. 
But that's just not Marvel's strong suit. That's you don't think DC strong suit. Yeah, DC definitely has better animated. You know, so. Hmm. But I would love to see that. Maybe. What if we get a glimpse of it in Kang's Dynasty or Secret Wars? That would be a fun tease. Or even okay, so across the Spider-Verse. If, if that's the case, do you get Catherine Hahn from Into the Spider-Verse to do the voice? Kind of thing and like play with it? Or, or do you bring Alfred Molina back? I don't think you can double dip on Af- Alfred Molina. Like, mm-hmm. as great as it was to see them again, you've done that. The novelty is right. like off. The only way you can but get see, away with see, that is if it's uh, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. But see, but the thing is, like, in some ways, because he's in Peter Parker's, Parker's body, you still have to Tom, have Tom Holland. It's the inner monologue that's going to be the, the other voice. Mm-hmm. I can't see that happening just off. Maybe. What if that's the next trilogy? We don't have Doc Ock, sends Holland off that brings in Miles Morales. Okay, if it <clears throat> if it results with Miles coming in, I think that would work. Your problem is we don't have a Doc Ock in the MCU. Unless you can explain the body swapping shenanigans. Because even for the MCU, I think doing like Peter Parker has swapped bodies with Otto Octavius is a stretch. But you could tie it into the multiverse somehow that in the separating of the multiverses after everything's done, Peter Parker somehow gets, or Otto Octavius somehow gets into the body of Peter Parker. And there's your next trilogy. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but now the animation's on the table and you give me Catherine Hahn, I'm always going to go with Catherine Hahn. I'd rather actually see that be something in into this, across the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. I really, I'm actually willing to put like a, a, Prediction, that's something we'll see in Across the Spider-Verse over what I said about the uh, the MCU yeah. connection. I think that would be a... Sh- well, no, because I already made the prediction. I'll say this. I'm rooting for that over my prediction. Because mm-hmm. that's a really good idea. Yeah. The superior, like some depiction of the superior Spider-Man that you mentioned. Yeah. Cool. There it is. Should we go ahead and stop recording? Yeah, let's uh, let's end it. Well, cool. Nope. Not cool. Not cool. <laughs> the furthest from cool. <laughs> 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 we were this close mm. to having a very smooth episode. I thought we were fully back into the swing of things, and then I goofed it. Oh, that wasn't on purpose for the intake? We still got it. <laughs> <laughs> We're in tag hunting that's, now. <laughs> that's the rhythm we know now. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's jump back in.